Hello and welcome. My name is Tyler Stans and this is What's Playing Tonight, the show where we pick a movie and then we talk about it. And who's we? Well, I'm Tyler Stans. I just said that. And uh, who's the other we? I got Michael, my future brother-in-law with me. How are you, Ben, Michael? I'm good. How are you, Ty? I'm I'm doing just fine. What what have you been up to the last uh couple of weeks since we spoke? Have, have you have right. you you've rewatched uh, Halloween Ends how many times by this point? Uh zero as a matter of fact. Uh <laughs> I simply don't ever need to see Halloween Ends again if I'm being totally <laughs> honest. Uh I have been however I I rewatched um all of the View Askew uh, films by Kevin Smith because uh, Clerks 3 just released not too long ago, I think September. Uh, did a big thing on that on Letterboxd. Uh, watched through uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners because I just like to hurt myself. Uh, oh, if you if you haven't seen that, it's it's devastating. Uh, like devastatingly bad oh no it's it's fantastic it's a fantastic short series but but boy does it hurt uh but it is good i do i do recommend it very much what about you oh man what have i been up to uh i've just been watching uh mainly uh scary movies you know it's october try to keep the vibes alive i watched that new barbarian movie have you seen that i haven't i've heard it's it's good to if you do, if you go in not knowing anything, you just go in to watch it. It's it's good. That movie uh, absolutely benefits from not knowing anything about it. I went into that movie completely blind, uh, and then about twenty minutes in, I thought I knew what was going to happen, and then I I've never been more wrong in my life about anything. That I think that's uh, the general like opinion of it. That's any any person I've heard talk about it doesn't give anything away. They just are like, <laughs> yeah, you you think you know, but you don't. But I will say, I, I, I do recommend that movie uh, to anyone who wants to watch a pretty good horror movie. Interesting. I might have to give that one a shot. I know today is going to be a big Halloween movie day. I'm probably going to finish the Halloween Towns today and uh, the, maybe a couple other little things. The Disney Channel Halloween Towns? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, nice. you don't like those? No, I, I mean, uh, you know... Uh, I'm a little bit uh, out of the age demographic for that, but I, I you Are know, you? I, I watched Hocus Pocus too, so I don't really, uh, I can't say anything. <laughs> hey, I watched Hocus Pocus too, also. What, what did you think? I didn't hate it. I, I kind of liked it. It I, was fun. I, I don't, I, nec- I don't necessarily think it was good, but I had fun watching it. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's how I feel. It was, it was a decent enough sequel it was fun to see all of the all of the actresses back uh it was funny to see the roombas instead of the the vacuum cleaner that was that was a nice touch yes uh, i also thought that was pretty funny <laughs> yeah other than that uh you know just a little uh little housekeeping up front um uh some of the other things that i've personally been up to uh you guys uh listeners might remember uh, the former co-hosts, uh, Raceland and Nate, they have uh, gone, uh, I guess it's been kind of an elephant in the room, uh, because I haven't really, if, you, if you're if you not in my Discord, which by the way, you should be, uh, yes, join absolutely. the Discord, uh, then you don't know anything about it. But no, nothing, nothing uh, negative really happened. Uh, they just wanted to kind of 
you know, do their own thing. And it was different from what I was wanting to do. And it's fine. And uh, they have their own podcast, which I um, just was on. Uh, they did an episode on A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Oof. Warriors. No, 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 no. It's 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 a good one, actually. Is I I I can't remember. I, it must have been a long time ago since I've seen that because I I don't remember it being very good. But maybe I'm thinking of a different one because there's a million of those. So. I think I actually think most of the Elm Street movies are pretty solid. <laughs> uh, it's it's. I think it's just one of those I I didn't get into. Uh, you know that's that's fair enough. But uh, yeah, if you uh, want to go listen to me. And them talk about that. Uh, you can, uh, if you search for the Lyman Wolf podcast, I can't imagine that any other results will come up besides their show. I don't think show. so. I've I've looked it up. Uh, it's it's relatively easy to find. Yeah, uh, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's I was say it's a very unique uh, name. Other than that, uh, I, you know, we've just been uh, doing some stuff on the old Instagram, kind of hyping the show. It's, uh, you know, yes. mostly advertising for this podcast that you're listening to. But every now and then, you know, if it's not advertising, it's just me shit posting. And I think you've been doing a very good job of that as yeah. of late. I, uh, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I mean, been, I've been getting some giggles out of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, just poking a little bit of fun with the two uh, franchises that we've discussed on this show, uh, the two of us so far. So far. Um, and then other than that, yeah, uh, speaking of Instagram and the Discord and other things that we've mentioned, uh, you can find links to that uh, on our link tree, which will be in the description. And uh, I encourage you to click on those links, subscribe, like, all that stuff. And uh, yes. now that the shameless plugging is out of the way, um, what Michael, what, what did we watch this week? Well, I certainly hope that you watched uh, Scream 1996, not Scream 2022, although I'm sure we'll get to that at some point. Uh, and Scream 1996, obviously, uh, it is a horror slasher, uh, although it was a little bit different than your classic uh, slasher at the time. Everybody was kind of getting sick of... Oh, there's a killer. He, you know, kills everybody but the virgin, and he uh, has some kind of weird backstory, supernatural gifts, blah blah blah. Everybody was getting sick of that, and we had ourselves uh, slightly more. And I hate this word, I do, but it's the correct one. Uh, it's a bit of a meta take on the oh. slasher. On the slasher. Oh, I hate it. You I said the meta. <laughs> I don't like it. I I wish I didn't have to, but. Uh, Wes Craven gave us a, uh, a a different take, a slightly more uh, it 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 it's almost like Hot Fuzz. You know, have you seen Hot Fuzz? Uh, unfortunately, I have not. Okay, well, so the basic of it is is it it kind of pokes fun at uh, all those classic tropes, like in Scream, they poke fun of the classic, you know, oh, you know the. Uh, you're not supposed to say, I'll be right back. You're not supposed to do this, do that. And they turn it on its head, but also give respect to all of those uh, those classic bits. Uh, and oh, for this, sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it's, not ba quite, uh, it's not quite parody as much as it is no. uh, satire. Right. It's, yeah, it's, and it, yeah, it's more of a, uh, we actually do like these old things, but we do see the issues that came to be of them. 
Right. Uh, uh, just the uh, ba- the basic story synopsis is uh, a year after. I'll read just the IMDb uh, story line here. It's a year after her mother's death. Sydney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell, and her friends uh, started experiencing some strange phone calls. They later learned the calls were coming from a crazed serial killer in a white-faced mask and a large black robe. Uh, his phone calls usually consist of many questions, the main one being, what's your favorite scary movie? Along with uh, other scary movie trivia ending with bloody pieces of innocent lives scattered around the small town of Woodsboro, California. I, I, would, I would say that about, uh, that about covers it. That about covers the basic story synopsis. There is, yeah, uh, there is one thing you forgot, is that, and then uh, I would say that Scream is a very meta movie. Ah, yes. Is there a quota on how many times we have to say meta throughout this? We we didn't talk about that before. Now that I, now that I know it bothers you, I'm definitely going to. Uh, there's a slightly just, higher chance that that word will come out of my mouth now. That's fair. It's just it's it was, well, you know, 1996. That was that was fun to say. Right. Here in 2022, it's too much. You know, does anybody <laughs> else think that Scream is a bit meta? Right. Like. I have. I am cringing. Somebody Uh, else think that the Matrix Resurrections is a bit meta. I don't. I don't. Uh, (laughs) But I figure. I figure we could just kind of talk through what we liked, what we disliked. Uh, Might do some some fun little guessing stuff later. Uh, But what did what did you like about this movie? Um, Give me a couple. Give me a thing. We can. You know, I uh, I didn't do what I did last time and like separate them but i can tell you right now that i don't really i wouldn't have much of a dislike list uh i have a i have a couple little things it's mostly poking fun but it, i have a couple um i do on the side i i but as far as likes go i you know this is uh this here this is a movie right here um oh yeah it's a very meta movie uh, and it's um <laughs> God. I, I think I like how referential it is to uh, the horror movies that came before it. Right. Well, especially because it was, you know, an early one to do that. So it wasn't quite overplayed just yet. Oh, for sure. Uh, and not even just like um, in in terms of like things in the movie happening that are similar to other horror movies, but like the characters themselves actually make references to real world horror films. Right. And uh, they're fans of the genre. And I think that's pretty cool. As someone else who is a fan of the genre, there's right. a lot to like about uh, this cast of characters. And yeah. Well, and the then that's part, of the, that's part of the mystery as well. Because, you know, it's, it's a who's the killer? Everyone's a suspect. And it's one of those things of, well, the killer calls and asks about what's your favorite scary movie? Knows a lot of trivia. And you have to go, well, who else, who else knows? Who, who else knows things about scary movies? Uh, is it Randy, the video store clerk? Spoiler alert: No, it isn't. Uh, or you know, it, and it's it. Watching it a second time, it's not quite as subtle. But that first, if you ever, you know, the first time you see Scream, you really don't know for a fact who it is until right. the, the big reveal at the end. Uh, but yeah, I I I really do like this movie, uh, especially because of the the fact that. The killer isn't this, you know, there's some things like, oh, wow, how did he get around so fast or whatever? But he, you know, the killer gets kicked in the nuts. The killer <laughs> uh, gets hit with beer bottles. 
doesn't show any damage after, so that's kind of a, a bummer, but uh, the killer makes mistakes, and it's it's fun to see, like, oh, it isn't just some, you know, rampaging monster that can't be stopped. It's, there's a an element of, oh, maybe if someone really tried hard enough, they could they could stop this uh this murderer oh for sure and and, and any uh, you know a lot of the things that um like you said don't quite that that are unrealistic about uh i guess ghostface is uh the name of the official yes. the official name of uh like the stuff like that a lot of that can be explained by the fact that there are spoiler alert uh two killers in this yes. movie working together yes. and kind of helping each other set things up and yeah, one might be doing one thing and the other is doing the other. Right. Um, it is interesting that they went with Ghostface as like everybody kind of latched onto that as the name of the killer because of the one line of "Oh, don't kill me, Mister Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel." But if you look at the costume, uh, when you know Dewey brings it and says, "Oh, you can find it at every five and dime store in town," it actually says "Father Death" on the. Uh, on the packaging, it does. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that until just uh, this this morning watching it through. I also didn't notice that when Billy sneaks into uh, Sydney's room, uh, there's a slow version of "Don't Fear the Reaper" playing in the background. So we are uh, two for two on, on "Don't uh, Fear the Reaper." Don't fear the Reaper, and and also <laughs> two for two on alternate versions of "Don't Fear the Reaper." <laughs> Oh, so we'll see. Had uh, I known that, I would have picked something else. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I think you, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm really, I'm glad you picked Scream because it's, it is just a, you know, not to. I'm just gonna say I'm it. Like, uh, it's just a great uh, movie. <laughs> no, I'm not okay. gonna say the. Okay, N-word. I thought you were gonna say it. All right, all right. <laughs> no, not yet. Um, You're right. Yeah. No, it's uh, no, but it is very meta. But uh, oh it's God. uh, no, it's just a really good movie. Um. Uh, just in general, right? And the I was gonna say one of the absolute standouts of this is uh, Matthew Lillard as oh, for sure. Stu. Uh, it's so funny, just you know, as a kid, you know, you watch him as as Shaggy and Scooby Doo, and then you grow you grow up a little, and you watch him and scream, and you say, "Oh, that that's not who I expected him to to be in this movie." <laughs> He's he was also uh, in uh, She's All That. Oh yes, yes yeah, indeed. Playing like a, a douchey celebrity guy or something yeah. like that. I don't remember. <laughs> he was also in. You ever see that movie Without a Paddle? No, I've never seen that one. That's that's all right. You don't have to. <laughs> I've also seen He's All That, which Matthew Lillard is also in, playing a completely different character. Interesting. Yeah. I don't. I didn't even know they made a He's All That. And uh, I do believe Matthew Lillard is like the current voice of Shaggy. Also, uh, there was some some weird, he he did a lot of them, but then oh, who did oh, they get okay. in that new movie Scoob? They kind of shoehorned yeah, him a they, little bit. They kind of sidelined him, but I, from what yeah. I understand, like the direct-to-video Scooby Doo movies that have come out since then, as well as the cartoons, Matthew Lillard. I think, is still yeah, I think, Shaggy. yeah, most most of them, it was it was him, as far as I know. I'm you know. I'm not that big of a Scooby. You're not I, up on I like, Scooby lore. I like the I like a, a few of the older ones, and I I really like those first two live actions. But uh, yeah. 
much of the new ones I have not seen for as I'm an adult with no children. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but I do think uh, Matthew Lillard is uh I think he's really good in this. Um, oh, yeah. I think most of the lines I quote are his lines. Yeah, like, he's got a lot of the best lines. And yeah. he really, uh, especially at the end, he's giving like, oh, he, he's giving like 110 percent. Yeah, he chewed the shit out of that. Yeah, he he really he really dug deep for uh, for that last, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, just a just a really fun performance to watch. Uh, which he he almost always is. But, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What are some What are some other things you enjoyed about this one? I uh, I have uh, a split one uh, where it's something I liked, but also something I didn't like, and that is Henry Winkler as uh, Principal Hembry. Oh, you didn't like uh, it's, Henry it's, Winkler. It's, it's funny that he's in the movie, and I like that he's there. But that he's just the weirdest principal I have ever. You didn't seen. like him uh, slinging those uh, scissors around, right? Threatening to slash open his students, uh, and also just like being really touchy on uh, on, on some of them. Yeah, I saw him. Like, yeah grab her face and stuff and i guess that's another thing to be like well it might be the principal even though it's not going to be the principal uh no 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 yeah it's it's a, funny it's it's really hard to watch it's funny watching this after seeing it so many times because like the right. mystery is so unraveled um i don't even remember the first time i watched scream i don't think the first time i watched it that i quite knew who the killer was going to be um, well, I was gonna say the I remember the first. I think I watched it. I was uh, it was like in 2016 or something. Uh, and I did. I mean, like I assumed it was Billy, you know, yeah. which I was, was kind of right. But uh, but it got like at the end whenever uh, Billy gets fake stabbed that first time uh, before he gets real stabbed later. Uh, I I had I had no idea. I was like, oh man! I was like, who's the killer gonna be now? Like, yeah, it's the same thing for me. I I assumed as much as they tried to make it not look like Billy. Oh, um, it's, it's he yeah, is just. I mean, and no no disrespect to Skeet Ulrich, he is just a really suspicious looking guy in this oh movie. Oh my god! Well, and another thing that I know, I was like, Sid Sydney should have broken up with Billy well before these murders started. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, he is a, he is a bad boyfriend. He's a little pushy uh, about that sex thing. He's yeah, like, you know oh, what? Yeah. Your mom got raped and died a year ago. Like, yeah. Isn't it get time to get it. over it? Like, yeah. Oh, so, so just... Skeet Ulrich or Billy Loomis, Loomis. I'm sure it's both of them. Yeah. Also, uh, Billy <laughs> Loomis is a reference yeah. to, uh, Dr. Loomis from the Halloween franchise. I don't know if you knew that, Michael. I, I I think I was able to sniff that one out. Yes, that's a uh, that's uh, just a way that the movie shows how meta it is. Oh my god! Um, but <laughs> I just want to say, Skeet Ulrich or Billy Loomis. I'm not quite sure if it's just the char- how the character is written or if that's just how he is in real life. He talks what? he talks like someone. He doesn't talk like anyone that I've ever met. In oh real life. no! It's like uh, you know we were on our way to a PG-13. Uh, R rating yeah, on just, the way to NC seventeen. On the way yeah. to NC seventeen, it's just like his the way his 
cadence in his voice yeah. is just well, like well and i think the way those lines were written because it's clearly trying to show you oh he's also a very big you know movie fan scary movie fan it's it's trying to foreshadow that yes he is the killer but it just comes off as who is this freak like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i didn't kill anyone sheriff right yeah <laughs> Just, just in general, it's just yeah. The way the way it was all written, it it didn't do him any favors. Uh, no, I don't think his performance is bad. I just think oh he's, no, he he, he does a good he did a good job, but I definitely the whole time was like oh it's it's Billy oh it's absolutely like, Billy yeah. But clearly he came in the window uh, that that first scene to have Sydney as his alibi if if ever someone came asking about it. Oh for sure. Uh, and so did so did Stu evidently uh, go to Tatum's house uh, or spend time with. Her. I don't know if it says exactly what where they were at, but can, they yeah. you, they're using their respective girlfriends as their alibis. We will uh, uh, we'll definitely get into who we think was doing what. Uh, yes, later. I, I have a I have some some notes. Uh, I'll tell you who I I tell you what I like about this movie. Uh, I like uh, I like Jamie Kennedy. As Randy oh, Meeks. I do. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I have that written down as well. Uh, just in general, he 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 does a good job as well explaining the rules and yeah. I think uh, it's a very fun character. I like that he works at the video store. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate uh, that apparently he's an incel, but you know, uh, well, you can't win uh, them all. Like, no, you can't. This is uh, my chance for Sydney. I'm like, oh come on. <laughs> yeah, dude. First of all, come like, on. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's been a little too much trauma at the moment. Give it give yeah. it a while before you start yeah. doing any of that nonsense. Just, uh, simmer down a little bit, right? The uh, where he's sitting on the couch watching Halloween, uh, and saying, "Jamie, behind you, behind you." Like uh, I always think that's really funny because the like the actors did they really Jamie. plan that or was that a was that a thing well, on the day where they were like, oh, that's really funny, his name is Jamie, and so is the actress's name well, in they, Halloween. They probably saw that, and then they were like, you know, what would be really meta is uh, <laughs> if we have Jamie Kennedy. I am, I am disgusted, okay? <laughs> okay, but that one actually is a, a meta well, yeah, thing. <laughs> that one actually is, but... Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, I really like the, the music in this one. That score is so interesting. Ah, by uh, uh, Marco Beltrami. Yes. Um, and it just, yeah, it really, it's, it's one of those things that's, that has been parodied, uh, that score. And then also the one, the one song that is in, I think, all but the fourth scream. Uh, the, Red Right Hand. Yeah. Uh, you see, at that point, it was too busy being in uh, the first Hellboy movie. Ah, there we go. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> that's, you that's, know, I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure a I, little on the nose, isn't I, it? Like, well, you know, he does have a red right hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got a red left hand, too. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I think the Scream, uh, I guess the Scream movies, they're pretty notable for, at least the first couple are notable for having, uh, like, music that was indicative of the time oh yeah i mean i think creed did the soundtrack for scream 3 which we'll probably get to one day but yeah but that would be 
That would be lovely. I can't remember. I do remember hearing there was definitely some Creed in Scream 3. Yeah. Because uh, I did watch... Uh, I think the only one I didn't make it to was 2022. I rewatched uh, this, all of them. This time around. Well, I I, I, I just ran out of time. I yeah. was... Uh, and I, I really wanted to watch the first one again. Mm-hmm. So the time I would have spent watching 2022 was... But I, I would say for this, you know, obviously none of them were necessary, but... Uh, Except for this first one, but I, I do I do enjoy watching these uh usually once a year. Yeah. Um the only one that I'm not like, yeah, that's pretty good is the third one. So <laughs> well, we'll uh Yeah, uh, put a pin in that. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Come back to that. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say the biggest the biggest flaw is with this movie is it isn't as good the second time. Like while there is, yes, on subsequent yeah. watches you can go, you can go. Oh, I, I never noticed that. Like that makes sense. That oh, Billy and Stu are you know doing this together. Like you can you can start to notice like oh, they really were pointing it out this whole time, and I was too invested to see it. Uh, but it's yeah, it's just never quite. It's never quite the same as that first time through, which almost no movie is, but. Uh, so I, I got. I I I I agree with you. Um, it's just I, I don't. I I could see scream or like scream not being as satisfying the second time because you already know what it's going to be. Right. I, I do think that a, a, a like as a testament to the movie, it, uh, just how good the whole thing is that I don't mind watching it again oh yeah like, i mean i i watch it like i said i watch it you know at least once a year yeah uh i i think it's the movie on itself itself is good enough that it's okay that you know what's going to happen and who the killer is uh, oh yeah well and like i said you notice you notice something different at least one thing ever like different every oh, yes, time like, exactly like this time around i noticed so right before billy is fake stabbed uh, they're watching. I, I don't. I, I think it's it, it's it must be Halloween. Yeah, still. it's uh, the first Halloween. And he says, "Why did they make the blood look like that? It's too red." Oh. And if you notice when Billy gets stabbed, you know, stabbed, quote unquote, uh, and is you know turning around and looking at Sydney, that's way more red than all the other blood in the movie so far. And it turns out, oh, it was cornstarch. So. I it's did just, not notice it, that. Yeah, I I just noticed that this morning. Uh, so there's definitely things that it's like, oh, I I didn't notice that the first time through. So it's it, it almost always is a fun watch, but it it, it doesn't quite reach uh, the levels of the first time uh, of the first time. Granted, it's real. It's 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 close. Yeah. Um, but I, just not quite the the same. One thing I liked about uh this movie is especially this the scene where randy is sitting there by himself watching halloween you'll notice there is no uh background music or anything because they're actually using the music playing from halloween to kind of as a fill-in score and i think that's pretty i think that's really uh cool yeah well and just in general how that movie keeps playing right in the background and you hear the you can hear like the whimpering and glass breaking like at the end whenever you know Sydney gets away and is messing with uh Stu and Billy you can hear that and it's like 
it's hard to tell like you know but what, I, where that's coming from based on you know yeah and i think that's very clever and uh, scream is actually the second movie to use halloween playing on a tv uh to uh for audio design in uh their film do you know what the first movie is i don't why of course it's of course it's halloween 3 season of the witch oh my gosh really in that movie halloween is just a movie that exists that's that's great i love that actually take place in the scream universe for all we know yeah we we know it doesn't but that's we know it doesn't (laughs) yes uh I have another where it's not really a complaint, but it's it's one of those things I noticed, and now I'll never stop noticing it. Uh, you're welcome, everybody. Um, there's a lot of those Dutch angles in yeah in like in abundance of of them. Uh, like almost every other scene, there's one or two. Uh, and now I'll now I'll never stop noticing, it, and and now uh, neither will all of you. Now uh, I haven't seen like a bunch of Wes Craven movies. I mean, I've seen all the screams that he directed and he only directed yeah. like two of the nightmare movies. I think it, yeah, I don't I know. Is like, that like uh, something that he's known for? I'm not sure. I know that's it's just one of those things in horror or, you know, it just, it helps. Well, it's, it's supposed to help. Yeah. Build an uneasiness and attention because it's like, Oh, this isn't, you know, that's right. not how the camera is supposed to be. Well, I know. Uh, I know Sam Raimi enjoys himself a Dutch angle. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we we definitely knew that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I but, guess it, yeah, he's kind of a horror mainstay, I suppose. Yeah. And I would say the only other real things that I was like, well, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, if they're trying to pin all these murders on Sydney's father, you know, and he's supposed to have killed her too, why do they attack her? Why do they attack her multiple times? Sydney? Explain that one to me. Yeah. Why are they? I mean, I know they want to kill Sydney. But if they're trying to frame her father, why are they trying to get her multiple times? You know, it seems like they really wanted to explain themselves at the end there. Um, so, I can't answer that. I mean, uh, so, okay. I mean, I know the real reason, but we're not going to talk about well, the other uh, movies. <laughs> we're we're going to keep it strictly Scream 1 in this podcast as much as we can. Uh, but uh, just going off the information presented in this movie, I guess because they're crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I couldn't. I don't know. Uh, they corner Sydney in the kitchen, discuss their plan to kill her, and pin the murder spree on her father, whom they have taken hostage. They also reveal that they murdered her mother. Um, right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't really know because they don't really say yeah, they have I mean, a I guess, if, I guess if they would have killed her before, maybe they could have, you know, just planted the father there. But it seems like, I don't know. It just, it, it seems like it had they succeeded in killing Sydney prior, uh, especially at, you know, the school, that yeah. plan kind of unravels itself. Uh, at least, you know, whenever they first try to do it at, at her house, she's alone. So they could have been like they could have spun that one, but uh <laughs> there's another funny one uh when she is getting chased in her house. If the phone doesn't work, how does your dial up internet connection? Oh 
Also, the dialing nine one one on your computer—that was that was really funny. Uh, yeah, and very I have, dated. I have in my notes. Uh, where is it? Sydney uses hacking skills to call cops on computer. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, like it's it's just so odd that uh, they just didn't need to put that there. They could have easily just been like, oh, have her kind of cowering in the distance, maybe opening her window and shouting help, and then Ghostface is gone when she turns around. But yeah, I'm not quite sure. This is is this like this is like a trend in the nineties where the movies I think had it's to just, look yeah, they cutting had, edge. They, they had to show a computer at some point. They had to yeah, show a like, computer and they had to show some sort of new technology that immediately dates the movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I mean oh my two god. Two years from now. The uh Oh by the way this won't spoil uh, anything from Scream Two, but it's the when she's in the library and it's like, Oh you got a message, you gotta hit Alt M. Like Oh yeah. Just Ugh. Uh, and speaking of dating the movie, Michael, do you like how many times they say cellular phone in this movie? Oh my god. The, it's, yeah, the cellular phone, or, uh... What are you doing with the cellular phone, son? Yeah, I wrote Everybody's down. got one. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, they didn't, but also... Cellular and it, phone. also the, the amount of people without caller ID, like... Yeah. Just... Because, like, nowadays, it'd be like, oh, I'm not answering that. I don't recognize that number. I'm not answering that at all. Cellular phone. Uh, right. Oh. There's also the... Dewey is, is not a very good cop. No, but... Uh, let, all right. Let, let's... We want to talk about things I like. I really like the character Dewey. Oh, I, I like the character. I think Dewey is not a the, good police officer. No, not at all. Uh, he's got some of the best lines in this movie. That's fair. He's like uh, uh, other than Stu, he's got yeah, the, like the the one where like uh, they uh, just arrested Stu and um, like uh, Tatum was like, we're gonna uh, she's staying over the night with us. <laughs> he's like, does mom know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and and then the whole and, uh, like it, when I'm wearing this uniform, you have to yeah. speak to me as if I'm as if I'm a man of the law. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then. Uh, when he's flirting with Gail Weathers, he's like, the, when he's like, do you know what constellation that is? Yeah. He's like, no. What is it? He's like, oh, I don't know. I was asking you. Right, yeah, just the, yeah, an absolute goofball. Yeah, uh, I love Dewey. David Arquette kills it as Dewey. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, in, in all of these, he does, he does yes, a, fun, he a, a very my, good job. One of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just yeah, just in general, just uh, some of the some of the kills were were very were very fun. Uh, like when Tatum is trying to crawl out the cat door of the of the I, garage, and then the strongest garage door motor ever. I was just gonna say I have a note about that. Um, I could be wrong, but I don't think a garage door has enough force to do that. Is oh, what I wrote. Down. No, I mean even if it had enough to lift her, which it probably doesn't, it definitely wouldn't have enough to break her spine or neck yeah, or whatever like, it does. It, it was like, her spine? Well, I guess no, no. I'm not gonna back down from this. There's no way. Oh, there's no way that yeah, door had no way. that door should have killed her like that. No, there's 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 no way. Like yeah. it, most most garage door motors have. A safety feature where if there's too much weight on the door, it simply won't work. It simply will not go up or down. It'll just not move. Uh, 
And I'm sure they had that all the way back in, you know, 1996. You know, we're not talking, right. you know, it was when garage door motors were first invented, you know. Now, uh, as far as things I don't like, um, first of all, I, one thing I like, uh, I, one more thing I like is that when uh, uh, Dewey is having breakfast in the morning, he just has a plate and he's got a big old donut on that plate. These <laughs> cops eat donuts. Um, I like that. Oh. I like his ice cream cone later yeah. on as well. <laughs> I love, I'm, I'm, I'm pro Dewey. Pulling a, pulling a Brad Pitt and eating in half of the scenes he's in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, this movie was written by Kevin Williamson. Pretty famously, he wrote, I think, the first four. And he got a lot of praise for um, how he was writing teenagers. Uh, it's pretty... <laughs> It was pretty novel at the time, and uh, we, we we're absolutely going to talk about uh, how influential this movie is later. Yeah, but there is one conversation in this movie that I think he might have overwritten a little bit. Do you which know which one is you that? Know, can you guess which one I'm talking about? Uh, is it the one where it's uh oh gosh, it's just got a lot of big words in there uh. Where it's Billy and Sydney, and she says, "The I'm sorry that uh, something in her life ruined his perfect existence," no. and then runs well, away. Okay, that that's not great either. But no, it's uh, immediately after that when she's in the bathroom and this cheerleader oh God, conversation. The mean high school girls. Yeah, this is way too deep for teenagers. LMAO. Oh my where's, God! Like, yeah. where is God? Like, I'm like, no one talks like that. Right. The yeah. Just in general, how those I, I I wonder if maybe one I mean it was written like that, so that's part of it for but sure. Like it could have been played a little bit more subtly than that. Like where was the direction for that scene? Just be the meanest and most over the top high school cheerleader girl you can be, or like what? Yeah, and even her friend was like, you know, uh, you need yeah. to dial it back. You're a pathetic. Yeah. Like, Oh my god! Yeah, that yeah. that conversation I had me rolling my eyes. Like, okay, someone oh, yeah, really like, thought they wrote something special here. No offense, Kevin mm-hmm. Williamson, you're great. I love yeah. you, but you know. But it, oh it, yeah. Well, and maybe, maybe we're seeing it with uh, 21st century brains and eyes oh, and ears, and maybe back then that would have been like, yeah, like that 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 was the good scene right there. Yeah. Uh, but it, you know, it. I, I don't I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people back then were like, yeah, that was a bit much. Uh, so I'm just going to I'm just going to rapid fire some things go that I have it. in my notes. Uh, Wes Craven throwing shade at the Nightmare sequels by having right. Drew Barrymore uh, <laughs> diss them on the phone. I liked that. No, that was yeah, that was wonderful. No, uh, as I said, I think uh, the Nightmare franchise fares a lot better than some of these other long lasting or franchise. Some, some we've even talked about on this show, but um, that's neither <laughs> here nor there. Um, Billy's sad because he wants to fuck, and he uses MPAA ratings for metaphors. Right. Ugh. Like, just his whole character is like, I'm, I am so... I'm movie bro, uh, and I'm mopey, I'm, and... And I, yeah. And uh, why don't just, you meet my needs? Yeah, real real male manipulator energy yeah. uh, in <laughs> Billy Loomis. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he would, in fact, be a very... He, he, he would be a, a, a Weezer fan. Uh, oh, my God. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, liver alone. Oh my god. I like liver <laughs> alone. My favorite is the. Uh, hold on, I wrote it down. Uh, oh yeah, you fucking hit me with the phone, dick. <laughs> <laughs> or, or alternatively, uh, when he when she's like, "What was your motive?" and he says, "Peer pressure. I'm far too sensitive." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my parents are gonna kill me. Yeah, my mom and dad are gonna be he, so mad. He at does. Me. He really does have like a lot of the, the best, best lives. Yeah. Uh, Not a little woozy here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Just, yeah. Just. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, they really. They, I wonder. Some of that's got to be him. It it, it 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 has to be something. He was like, no, I, I'm I'm gonna do this. Oh, uh, I can imagine. There's no way all of that was written down. And if so, congratulations to, to Kevin Williamson. But uh, Fun fact, the first time I watched this movie, I thought Matthew Lillard was annoying. Really? I loved it. Every moment he was in, I was like, this is, this is great. He's like, my favorite. Over the years, I have realized the error of my ways, and now <laughs> I think he might actually just be the best actor in the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh I would I would say that's the same thing. Uh, he's he's definitely if he's not the best, he's right up there. Uh, also, to but, give credit to, uh, we haven't talked much about Nev Campbell, um, but she oh, is no she she does yeah she does she a great is job. Great. I think I think she does better in subsequent uh, films. She does a great job in this one. Uh, but I think she does a really good job in in others, like the second one and and stuff like that. I think she gets better as the series progresses. Usually, I can agree with that. Uh, but yeah, I would say like for for having this role of uh, and I mean she does you know there's some very good scenes like when she you know calls the killer's bluff, walks outside, and uh, she's like, oh, if you can see me, what am I doing? And she's picking her nose like that. Yeah. Like she she does a really good job. Uh, as this character, but oh, it's it's almost always that first movie, the the final girl is always a little, you know, she kind of uh, underplayed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's all of them though. Like any any horror movie, the 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 girl that survives is usually going to be a little, which is a problem. I mean, she, I'm not she hasn't quite. Is, I, I don't know. I don't know that it's so much a problem in this case because it is it's more like the as you watch these movies, you do really get to see Sydney develop. Oh yeah. Like uh it she definitely develops throughout the films versus, you know Yeah. Uh, so not as becoming much a fully developed character in by one the end film. of the first movie, yeah. Right. And like you know, like I said, it's it's not the wor- it's not the worst one. Oh there's no. definitely Definitely ones that are worse than uh, written worse than Sydney, but uh, it's no. definitely a little a little it's written a little two dimensionally, but it's you know, she's the survivor and that was about it. And I do think for uh, this one, if you'll forgive me, I do think she's pretty badass at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know why she put the costume on. No, but, uh, but I like that. But but <laughs> she shined. She really shined those like, I mean, that whole last 45 minutes to an hour is really good. It really hooks you in. It oh, doesn't yeah. feel, it doesn't even feel that long. It feels Scream, like 30 minutes. 
Scream has a top tier finale as far as uh, horror movies go. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's one of those where uh, the beginning scene is really good, the middle is serviceable and fun to watch, and then the ending is is ridiculous, like like really good. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know why she put that costume on? Because it's vindictive, and it's what I would have done. Right. It's and I love that's that. fair. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't have been wasting the time. <laughs> no, I do like I do like how she called. Uh, yes. I, I really and use the the voice, voice changer, changer to yeah. start and um, the fact that she turns the tables on them and kind of frightens them a little bit. I'm, oh yeah, I'm I mean you saw you saw Billy's reaction. He 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 was freaking out. Yeah, I like how she was able to get a reaction out of them. I really enjoyed that. Oh yeah, especially yeah, especially what she got out of Stu. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we yeah. also have not I- talked too much about Courtney Cox. We've talked a little bit, but uh, fun That's fact: right. um, Courtney Cox had never played a bitch before. She said, um, and she had to work really hard to get this role by learning I how guess. to be a bitch. I think that's I from know. her mouth. I have a good feeling, and if I'm if I'm wrong, then that's fine. But I I have a feeling Courtney Cox probably had enough experience being a bitch before she played <laughs> this role. Um, maybe, but she wasn't uh, okay. So she had pretty oh, much no, only I mean, done Friends at this point. Yeah. Um. So she wasn't perceived as such. Um, yeah. And a lot which, of the times, yeah, typecasting is an absolute like it's absolutely a thing. Like if you're not oh, yeah. playing one thing, you won't get the other thing. But I just think yeah, it's funny I mean, that she's like, no, I had to really work hard to show that I can be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we saw enough of that on Friends. I don't know what she's talking about. I haven't <laughs> watched much Friends because I just don't enjoy it. But oh, it's yeah, it's one of those things you catch it at. 3 a.m. Yeah. While you while you woke you woke up for no reason you watch an episode you go back to sleep, but uh, yeah, I, I, and not like I'm a super against Courtney Cox. I just, no no I'm not anti Courtney yeah. Cox at all. We, I don't... we could we could have done without Gail Weathers. Uh, no, <laughs> am I, 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 no, I like her. I like her interactions with uh, Dewey. Yeah, that's that's fair. It, the the even, even if I don't quite buy the fact that she's into him. I, uh, oh, I still yeah, like there's in, in all reality. I mean, I guess it's the it's the fact that the characters are so different that draws them together, I suppose. But. Uh, what do we think of Tatum? I think I think that was done uh, perfectly well, actually. I uh, think so, too, actually. I it, think she plays that character really well. It plays it exactly how you would have expected it to be played. I kind of like that she is uh like Sydney's hype lady. Yeah, like yeah, right after the, she punches uh, Gale. Yeah. Uh yeah, the what is it? Sydney super bitch. Like Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I yeah. think she I don't I don't think she needed to die, at least not like that. No, and it's uh, weird that it's weird that she's Dewey's sister and like there's no like emotional consequence for no. him, and well, we'll get to that in, when we yeah, talk about another. Yeah, it's just oh, yeah, interesting. It's... Yeah, I'll put a pin in that. But um, yeah, I don't think she needed to die either. But you know, we gotta have a body count. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I think there's only if you count 
Sydney's mother. There's her, Casey, Steve, the principal, Tatum, and Kenny. So six. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is not low, but it's not a big one either. Yeah. This final uh, thing I'll say about uh, Tatum is that I believed her and uh, Sydney's friendship. Oh, I did too. Uh, they definitely did that really well. And then as far as, uh, I guess that just leaves uh, Drew Barrymore um, as far as like main players um, who is probably, who is probably the most famous person in this movie at the time, at yeah. the time. And uh, they well, pulled a psycho still. with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, uh, they sent her out to, to just die. And I don't think, audiences expected that at the time no they didn't at all and they're actually i got i got a fun fact about that um she really wanted to do this movie after reading the script and she actually requested the character of casey knowing full well she was gonna die in the first scene and they were actually nervous about uh killing her off because of how like she was the biggest name in the movie at the time um but you know they still got to use Drew Barrymore and they still got to, I think first of all, she's great in this movie. Oh yeah. For, yeah she does a fantastic job. Um, and her death, I would say as far, I, I would say it's pretty memorable as far as, Oh uh, yeah. Oh my like, gosh. It's horror deaths. That, that last shot of her dangling from the tree with her guts all hanging out. Like, and, and, like, haunts your haunts your dreams, you just, know. Just the whole sequence. I mean, it's iconic at this point. Yeah. The, the whole oh yeah, the with, first the, phone with call the Jiffy and, Pop, yeah, and the, like yeah. So I mean, yeah, and you know, it, 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 it's been parodied, especially in uh, the first scary movie. Yeah, when the when the instead of you know in in Scream where it starts to burn, you see the smoke, like it's adding to the tension, whatever. It just becomes bigger and bigger. Uh, <laughs> which is hilarious and we'll talk oh, about yeah. scary movie in that, just a moment god that whole oh gosh yeah that <laughs> um but yeah she did it she did a good job and i think what that did for the film is oh wow like nobody's you know if this actress playing this part isn't safe then nobody's safe you know it, it adds that it might just be you know anybody's gonna die at any moment oh for sure it's it's highly effective oh yeah and and yeah, yeah, she kills it. It's iconic, oh man, and it's it's just a great scene. Yeah. Oh, I and, forgot oh. one more. We were forgetting Fred the janitor. Oh, the yeah, who played by uh, Wes Craven. Wes Craven himself. Yeah, yeah. this is fun. Uh, fun no, that's yeah, and then yeah, he's Fred. Uh. You know, I think that's kind of meta, don't you? Stop it, please. <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I tell you what, I didn't notice. Um <coughs> excuse me. Um is that Lee Schreiber is in this movie. Oh yeah. He's uh they they establish him as gotten in this uh in like some news footage. Yeah. Or he's, something. He's just uh, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he is because I mean they clearly had a sequel planned because it came out the next year. Oh, for sure. Like, well, so actually, they obviously got Lee Shriver, you know, because they knew he was going to play a slightly bigger role in the next film. Yeah. You know, it's funny. They um, 
the sequel wasn't planned. And I really? guess we can get, get on to that. We can. Uh, all right. So let's talk about Scream for a little bit for a minute. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this movie came out in December 18th, 1996, had a wide release on the 20th. Um, right. So horror movie releasing in uh, Christmas season in 1996. Now, as you That's as you established, awesome. <clears throat> as you established when you were talking about this. Horror was kind of in flux at this point. Yeah. And even more so, slashers were really, really on the downturn. Yeah. Like, at this point, Freddy has been killed off. Uh, Jason has gone to hell. And uh, (laughs) so those two series were, quote unquote, dead at that point. Yeah. Uh, Michael Myers, uh, Curse of Michael Myers had come out the year before and was just a colossal critical failure like uh, the slasher genre was very stale at this time so this is coming out at a point where no one wants to see a slasher horror is kind of on the downturn um and this movie comes out in december with its budget of 14 million dollars and it makes 173 million dollars at the box office I didn't know it was that big of a jump. Good lord! And it's it's currently sitting at eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and a seven point four on the IMDb, which is high. And uh, it has <laughs> over one hundred and fourteen thousand five star reviews on Letterboxd. Oh my gosh! So that's, that's a large that's a large amount of people. So <laughs> they didn't know that this was going to blow up. Yeah. Um. To the point where uh, he Williamson had sequels like in the bank, but he had no idea that they thought that like he was actually going to be able to write them and get them made. This uh, Hmm. screen two was uh, actually greenlit and sent into production while Scream was still in theaters. Oh, okay. So like after they saw so that like the more, money was pouring in, yeah, they're like, it's okay, more we, of a half baked plan. But. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, it's like all right, you know, this is making a lot of money. We got we got we got to get right. this out. It we was yeah, not like yeah, it's not like stuff to today where it's like oh yeah, we're already contractually obli- obligated to make a trilogy. It was uh, yeah yeah, I could like if we if we wanted to, I have stuff that I could put that I could push out, but we don't have to do that no and then they so decided like oh yeah if it's doing this good we gotta we gotta at least make a second one we gotta get another one out yeah and i do like that second one i'll say that right now yeah you know uh uh, we like most of them (laughs) Uh, true yeah (laughs) the ones we don't like we kind of like but uh yeah that's the that's the thing with horror movies though it's it's especially the franchises like most people, if they say, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of, you know, this franchise, even the ones that aren't very good, they still they still like them to a degree. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I can. Yeah. I got. Uh, so the budget was part of my fun facts. I have some more fun facts if you would like to hear them. Yes. Go ahead. Rattle them off. Uh, Scream was originally not going to be titled Scream. Do you know what the original title they wanted to call it was? Scary movie. Scary movie. <laughs> Which they went on to make a yeah uh, the Wayne the Wayans brothers made a parody uh they did of just those just those nineties horror so it was that I think I know what you did last summer yes. and uh, a couple other ones stuff like that 
Which, uh, uh, by the way, if they had called it Scary Movie, I think that also would have been a great title. Oh, yeah. I, I think either one worked. Uh, I honestly, I wouldn't say I prefer either one. I mean, Scream is good. Um, I think it's a little bit more... Uh, What's the word? It's a little it's a little easier to be like, oh, do you want to watch the Scream movies? You know, yeah. instead of being like, the oh, do you want to watch movies. the scary movie movies? Yeah, like, I guess it's supposed <laughs> I suppose you're right about that. Yeah, there's a yeah, I want to watch a scary movie. Which one? Uh, yeah, right. Oh, the first one. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so, so as for more fun facts, uh, Wes was original Wes Craven. Sorry, Wes. I didn't mean to. Sadly, not with us anymore. Actually, friend of the friend of the show, friend, friend of the, the show. show, Wes Craven, who passed away uh, yeah. years ago. Uh, Wes Craven was originally hesitant to do another horror movie, uh, but enough. then he did it anyway. I don't really have anything else about that. But um, David Arquette was actually originally considered for Billy Loomis. Oh, I'm kind of glad. Well, no, that might have been a pretty sweet performance. Uh... <laughs> But uh, he specifically himself requested the character of Dewey. So okay. we have David Arquette's Dewey because David Arquette wanted to be the deputy. <laughs> That's uh, that is fair. Well, and I mean, good for him. I mean, he, he ended up living this one. And this next fun fact will kind of segue us into talking about a character we haven't talked about. Roger L. Jackson was originally just going to be a stand-in for the Ghostface voice, but they liked him so much, they kept him, oh, and he's, yeah. he's come back for all the sequels. And honestly, they made the right choice, because that voice oh, is yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Like, it's it's incredibly recognizable, uh, just in general. Yeah, like, it's one of those things of, you know that voice uh, anytime you hear it. Yeah, and uh, I think... Uh, he gives it a lot of range because when he's first talking to Drew Barrymore and something, he, he doesn't necessarily sound creepy at first. It's not until he oh, starts no, it's just, getting yeah. creepy. Yeah. Until he says, I want to see what your insides look like. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or I, yeah. I just want to know who I'm looking at. Right. Oh yeah. Like it, it really, it, it takes its time getting to the, to the creepy, but then it, it really goes in on it. So Yeah. So that's it for fun facts. I think you wanted to talk about who we thought killed who. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so obviously there's been, there's six killings. And it doesn't always, it's not always easy to be like, oh, yeah, that was Stu. Or, oh, that was Billy. Or, uh, oh, that might have been both of them. Uh, I mean, they do go right out and say, we killed Maureen. Right. Uh, Sydney's mother. I do think probably, though, that was mostly Billy. I think so, too. I think Billy probably did the actual murdering. Actually, Uh, I I think Stu did a couple of them, but I don't... It almost feels to me, in in my head canon, it seems like Stu came to the project later. Right. That's... Yeah, it seems... Yeah, they... You know, they say, oh, we killed Maureen, but I really do think that was... Billy, uh, yeah. I also have the knowledge of, you know, subsequent films, oh, but right. of course, but I still think even just based off this one, I would have been like, no, I think, I think Billy did that. He seems more, 
uh, into it than Stu does. I think Stu, I think it was, I think it was peer pressure, you know? <laughs> you know, there's a fun, we can talk about this real quick. There's a fun fan theory um, that Stu might have had feelings for Billy Loomis. Oh, I can, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've seen something along those lines, and they play on that in Scary Movie, the parody, uh, but it's, it makes sense. There's lots of times where it's like, okay, uh, you can definitely see, it may not be like an attraction in, you know, in a certain sense, but there was definitely something Stu found fascinating, uh, about Billy and the, the psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, uh, I've, I've seen that come up a couple different places where they're like, I think maybe Stu, it might've been a little bit more than peer pressure. There might've been some sort of. Mm, attraction uh, attraction yeah. yeah which which would make total sense i mean yeah. i think i bet if you ask if 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 you asked matt lillard i bet he would be like no i definitely put some of that in there that uh, maybe, yeah i think i think he you know and it, I, again they don't especially you know 1996 might not have been the safest place to uh yeah to to show you know any you know obviously like things were changing and stuff like that but you still didn't see a lot of, uh, like homosexual attraction and stuff like that in uh, in movies, especially yeah uh, in those late nineties. You'd see some, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't quite commonplace yet. It was still right, a little, uh, right. The so time, they had yeah. to they had to hint at it without uh, saying it outright. Right. Uh, I think I think if they had done something more outright, it would have been even better. But. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a fun reading that you can have of the movie. I don't necessarily know if it's correct, but I I could see it if you kind of you know squint your eyes at it enough. Right. Uh, no, I'd be I'm 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 willing to believe it. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, but then uh, uh, as far as who killed who, uh, so now we're doing Casey and Steve. They were both there that same night. I think it's either. Uh, Billy did that all himself, or he was simply on the phone while Stu was running amok. I and, think. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that Billy did it all himself. Okay, explain that to me. I let will me, let me see the gears you. turning. So the next day, we find out that Stu has was like with Tatum all night. As that's what right. she says. Um, well, whereas but, yeah, we I was see, saying... but we see, so we don't know when Stu got to Tatum's house, but we know that after Casey dies, Billy j- drops by uh, and sneaks into Sydney's window. Yeah. Yes. So I think I I feel like this was a Billy Loomis uh, solo solo, effort. which yeah. it could be. I mean, the argument could be made. Uh, that it was Billy all by himself. Uh, I I do still think I I have uh, this. I don't know, just something in my mind that says that one specifically had to be the both of them together. Yeah, I I can see it. Well, because just the the amount of phone call and whatnot, and having to push Steve, you know, into the right position. And oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I probably wasn't throwing all that effort. stuff. Uh, I I tell you what though I do think it was Billy in the in the costume, uh, stabbing Casey. 
Oh, I, I, oh, it had to have been the the way. Yeah, that was far too sadistic to. Yes. Uh, to have not, I, I, I think, yeah, I think they worked together because they clearly both have their own costume. Because yes. Um. Well, you can go to the five and dime and get it. It's right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, why would they not have multiples? You know. Right. Uh, <laughs> And then uh, who was next? Was it Principal Hembry? Um, who? Because it goes a while. Next? It goes a while without any actual killings. Because there's the attacks of, um, you know, they attack Sydney, but they don't actually kill her. So I think I think the next one was the principal. Yes. And personally, I believe that one was Stu. Yeah, I think so because. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. I don't know why. Cause he, he, well, because he sends the Tatum and Sydney to go get food for his party. Right. And then walks the opposite direction. And then the next thing you see is uh, the principal being attacked. Yes. Uh, and I really do think, because the, and the way, uh, the way that he's, hung, you know, hung up on the flagpoles or the, what was it, the, Field goal post. Yeah. Uh, it seems like because then, yeah, it, it just seems like that would be more of a stew uh, murder. I feel like stew would kill. I, I Also, I just <clears throat> I feel like stew is more likely to kill the school principal because oh, he's yeah. more like a you know, fuck school kind of right, guy. Yeah, like. just the, well, and just like the well, if you know, if Billy's going to kill people, like I'm going to yeah. kill some random folks. I'm going to kill the principal. Uh, Right, yeah, he's like, I'm just going to kill my principal, yeah. Uh, fun fact uh, about that uh, whole scene is that they put in the principal death because uh, uh, the Weinsteins wanted more killing in yeah. this movie. Oh my gosh. Actual horror villains, the Weinsteins, wanted more killing yeah, in this movie. genuine horror villains in yeah. real life. Uh, but, oh, and it's another little fun fact is uh, Henry Winkler... Uh, asked to be uncredited because he thought he would draw attention from the lesser-known uh, actors in the cast. I get he, he which, was on Happy Days, right? Which is yeah, and the fact that you say it like that is exactly the point of why it did. You could have been credited; it wouldn't have it wouldn't have affected anything, sir. No, <laughs> I, I I think when Courtney Cox from Friends is on your show, which was a huge show in the nineties. Like, that time, yeah. I, I don't think he. Uh, I don't. Th- I guess his heart was in the right place. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think he, it's just one of those things of you know he's he's trying to do the right thing, but yeah, uh, maybe maybe just did it in the wrong way. Right. Um, and then I believe next to be murdered is Tatum, and that was clearly Billy. Yes, I had agree with to you. have been Billy. Um, why they why he decided to kill Tatum. I don't know. I guess because if they're trying to get Sydney alone, trying to get people out of the house, yeah. she wouldn't leave without her. So I guess it's, oh, we got to kill Tatum, too. Uh, so it's funny. I mean, it has to be Billy because, like, just of the way the movie logic works. Stu and was, Stu is at the party. Yeah. yeah, Stu is at the party. But the way Ghostface acts in that scene where he's kind of, like, he's joking very, around with her, that's very yeah. Stu. Yeah, it's... It's and I think that's part of the point. You're really not supposed to know. Oh, th- this is who killed who, really, right? Because I don't think it's ever written anywhere. 
Um, or at least not that they've ever said, oh, yeah, this is who killed who, uh, and here's why. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, like, if, if you're looking at it just purely from a logical stance, it had to be Billy. <laughs> so, um, so the next, uh, Billy gets stabbed, and uh, I think that's Stu that stabs him. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, clearly but that the, had to the, be. The rest of the movie had... is pretty much all Stu. Yes, Kenny, the uh, camera operator. Yeah, pour one uh, out for is, Kenny. Oh God, yeah, uh, yet another just purely innocent man getting shit on by Gail Weathers, and yeah. then he gets killed. Oh, just yeah, in the in the worst way too. Throat yeah. slit, thrown on top of your own news van, and Ugh. then being. At your already dead corpse, just being flung off the top of said news fan. Yeah. Uh, ugh, just, yeah. Yeah. Truly, truly poor. someone who did not deserve it. No, poor Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. And talk about the, the, the marksmanship on some of these people. Why do they keep shooting everybody in their, in their right shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like, cause Ra- when Randy is shot, at point blank range, mind you. Yeah. He is shot in his right shoulder, which, like, yes, can very much cut through arteries and kill you, but couple couple of, you know, inches the other direction. Right. Boom. Right in the heart. Like well, you know, Dunzo. Yeah. I But I guess I shots. guess they needed him to survive so he could make his I've never been so happy to be a virgin joke. Uh, that is true, yes. They they had to do that one. Um, and then also it, it's even funnier whenever Gale comes back from, you know, being thrown into onto Dewey and comes back and grabs the gun and then shoots, uh, Billy. She shoots him in the right shoulder. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, he gets shot in the head. So I, I, I think he's, he's all, he's all done. Well, we had to uh, have him rise. From, oh yeah. Uh, he had to jump up for one last scare. Yeah. And she says, not in my movie, but like he still did it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it could be one thing if they, you know, if, if he was like, oh, I got to jump up and then she shot him. And like, that's your jump scare. Right. You know, the jump scare should have been she just pulls the gun out. Bam. Not him jumping up. Uh, but I mean, either way it works. It's just that line after is a little silly. Like, uh, not in my it movie. did happen in your movie. I'm not know in what my you're house. About. <laughs> Yeah, not your house. It's, no, it's that's Stu's, Stu's house. It's Stu's house. Yeah, it's a nice house, though. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah. It's got the stained glass and the all of those houses in that movie are very nice. Did you notice, uh, Michael, that um, on the uh, on the TV they were watching Halloween on? There was a copy of Clerks. I did. I did notice that. I wondered if you would. I uh I when I watched it earlier this week I said oh look at that <laughs> oh look at that yeah uh a VHS copy of gosh I wonder how much one of those goes for a VHS copy of Clerks of Clerks uh probably not a whole lot but I bet a good forty fifty bucks yeah maybe Cause, cause I don't really know it's a VHS of a uh of a movie that came you know and that is you know very very popular uh i don't know now if it was a vhs of you know mall rats i'm sure that one goes for pennies on the dollar but oh, maybe I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't really know what the uh oh, oh, market uh, yeah. for vhs movies is 
<laughs> yeah. Well, you'd be surprised. I mean, there are collectors out there. There's a collector for anything and everything. Oh, so yeah. It's worth a lot to somebody, you know. I know a guy that has laser discs. Uh, that's. I don't know if that's cool or not. I'm sorry to whoever that is, but. <laughs> I won't name any names. I, I can't. I can't tell if. I mean, it. In my head, I'm like, no, that is kind of neat. But like, the, the, do they have a player? Can they watch the laser discs? I think so. Oh well, then okay. Well, then that changes things. Then yeah, that's that's pretty neat. Yeah, I don't think there's. They're not like me. With my uh, vinyls that came with my Halloween uh, Blu-ray Connect collection that I can't play because I don't have a record player. You can go buy one of those at Walmart for like 40 bucks. Yeah, or I could just load up Spotify and listen to that music. Well, yeah, like, but I mean, <laughs> it's all about it's I'm, all I'm about gonna, ambience. I'm going to piss off all of the vinyl guys <laughs> listening yeah, to this. Yeah, well, and I, I did too by saying you could just get one for 40 bucks at Walmart. Oh, yeah, you're, uh, you're right. <laughs> I probably made I probably made them more mad than you. Yeah, did. they're even they're gonna be way uh, more mad at you than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Scream. Uh, yes. Pr- pretty but, uh... Uh, pretty popular movie. <laughs> uh, boy, there sure were a lot of Scream clones. Oh my gosh! You already yeah. mentioned one of them. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Yep. Which I kind of like. I know what you did last summer, but like that's neither. The, I've only seen the first one. I thought it was fine. Oh, I've only ever seen the first one too. I'm not. I'm. I, I really didn't want to watch a sequel to that um, one. Scream was so influential that uh, even our own Halloween franchise, H2O, which came out after that, was True. very Scream. Very Scream. Yeah. To that's the point an where excellent point. I think Marco Beltrami even did some music for Halloween. H2O. No, actually. They, I, if I remember correctly, they used music from Scream in that movie. That's no way. Which uh, <laughs> Scream is not necessarily guiltless uh, when it comes oh, to I using. Mean, yeah, they. We'll, we'll talk know. about that more when we get to the sequels. But uh, yeah, oof. But yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of clones. Uh, yes, so not very much necessarily so. interesting to talk about. But what is interesting to talk about is just how influential. Scream is to the genre at large. Um, and not even that. I was talking with uh I was talking with my girlfriend about this, and um I do think that Scream not only like re- not only did it revitalize horror, but I really think that the way that like the teens are written and portrayed, I think that has also had severe lasting effects on uh all oh, sorts yeah. of media. Like I, I to the point where I don't even think like you'd have something like Riverdale today if it weren't for Scream. We have to go back. <laughs> we have to. We go gotta back. stop. Oh, yeah. We gotta stop this movie like, from being made. Like I know that like the CW sucks, but it is a like a lot of stuff on CW well, is copying hey, the Scream formula. They only suck after about three seasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. Uh, you know, some would say they've always uh, sucked, but. uh I don't. I mean, like I like I said, I I like those first couple seasons of some of those shows. Uh, I've also just been in general being like, you know, I could really get into some late '90s, early 2000s teen dramas. Yeah. Like, am I gonna watch One Tree Hill? Probably. You know, am I gonna watch Gilmore Girls? Probably. Am I gonna love it? Probably. You know. I mean, there's even stuff that like even in like horror movies 
obviously too, but like stuff like uh, like, uh Happy Death Day has a lot of screen oh, DNA yeah. in it. Uh, oh yeah, the, the one Which I the people that direct, I really like Happy Death. Yeah, Day, I really like it too, actually. Um, but the people that directed the new Scream directed uh, what was that movie called? Ready or Not? Um, I think that was the so. one. That one has a lot of Scream in it. Just like, yeah. Just a lot. Yeah, ready or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and um, yeah. I would say, and I think some of them, uh, I think one of the directors did a segment for VHS as well. And oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's just like, so, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bride of Chucky has some screaming um, with the whole satire thing. Like, yeah. It's just, yeah. Like once it's, it's like Pandora's box. Like once, once it was opened, you know, everything was coming out. You know, like, once they started being like, oh, we can be self-referential, we can be, you know, uh, we can make fun of ourselves, but also be serious. Uh, there were lots of things that said, oh, let's let's do that too. That made lots of money. Let's do that. And some of them did it fine. And others made either too much of themselves or uh, or took it too seriously and only threw in a couple things and it made it, you know, not as yeah. good as, uh, you know, Scream did it best. But right. Um, well, screamisms are still around to this day, but there's definitely, especially in the late '90s, early 2000s, that was like yeah. the high, the high, uh, high tide of uh, scream clones and uh, screams influence. True. And then it got replaced by like you know, uh, Saw and the torture porn and oh yeah, uh, Paranormal Activity, you know, which is stupid because well, yeah, that's well not then even we got original. yeah we got the. <laughs> The found the found footage which, stuff, which was around yeah. since Blair Witch, but that's okay. But uh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, it had a. I think really the only good found footage is Blair Witch, uh, <laughs> Cloverfield in the right horror there. in the horror genre. But oh, Chronicle yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah, Chronicle, Chronicle yeah. Is, well, so is uh, Cloverfield. Yeah, I mean yeah, the, there are other ones, but if you go specifically horror, like really the only good one is Blair Witch. I think Paranormal. And I think the only reason that was so good is. Uh, Evidently, they had like a, a VHS tape of it that people passed around. Like, hey, you got to see this. Like, There's a lot of viral marketing for like websites and stuff. Yeah, St- stuff that they would repeat with Cloverfield later. Like, uh, oh yeah, the whole thing. If you reverse the ending, it's yeah, yeah. just a bunch of fun stuff. Um, oh yeah, oh. you always got to bring the audience into the movie. I mean, a, a recent example is the Batman, where you could solve the Riddler's. Oh yeah, ciphers yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. <clears throat> the um, I thought I had something else to say about Scream, but maybe I don't. <laughs> well, I guess we could go into what you would rate it. Oh, or would you like me to rate it first? I'll tell you what. Before we do that, uh, we had some comments in our Discord. Oh yes, yes. Uh, Can't forget the comments. Um, that's why that's why you're the the front runner the showrunner <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, uh, we do welcome all comments if you want to comment you can down in the comment section on youtube or by emailing us at what's playing tonight at gmail.com you can also follow us on twitter at tonight playing there's also a link to the discord down in the description uh in our link tree along with all the other things that i plugged at the beginning of the episode uh that link tree basically has it all we'd love to hear from you like we heard from Mario in our Discord, he said, "Scream good." <laughs> and then uh, I forgot about that. That's funny. Uh, this is not Gibbs' opinion in our Discord, but he shared. Oh, this is okay. This is where I saw it. 
He shared a letterbox review of Scream that had three and a half stars from someone yes. named Ted. It said, sometimes a man murders every woman in his life because his true soulmate, is, soulmate a man. is a man. That's yeah, that's a very accurate description. And then uh, this has probably been my favorite thing to happen since we announced we were doing Scream. Uh, former What's Playing Tonight member Lime Knight Raceland has been watching all of these movies uh, and it all started with a four-star review, which I saw that he has changed to five. Um, oh, wow. He said, that, so this is my first time seeing this movie, and I got to say, I quite enjoyed it. It was full of corny jump scares and predictable scenarios, but that was the charm of the movie. I, it felt like it knew what it was and wasn't trying to take itself too seriously. Plus, I had a fun time piecing together who the killer was. Five stars. Wow. Now, I didn't know it had jumped. I knew it was four. I didn't know it had jumped up. Now, Raceland, famously not a horror fan, not a not slasher fan. Uh, he has since watched all of these movies, given all of them <laughs> positive reviews, and Scream is now his favorite horror franchise. That's that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we turned one person. Yeah, that's that's probably my <laughs> favorite thing to happen out of uh, this whole thing that we've. Uh, done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no, that's at least in between uh, this episode and the last one. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah, that's yeah. Uh, and other than that, no, we don't have any more comments on that. So yeah, if you want to, I'll tell you what, I'll give my rating first. Okay. Um, since it's your movie, and then yeah, uh, you can uh, you'll do it after, and I'm gonna go ahead and give Scream. Now, I rated it a couple weeks ago when I rewatched it because I didn't know this is what you were going to pick. Right, um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to change that on Letterboxd. I originally gave it a four and a half. And I think I am going to bump it up to five stars because not only is this just an entertaining movie to watch that I can watch over and over again. I mean, when you take into account how influential this movie is and how many things have tried to copy it and fail, it, I just right. think that Scream <laughs> is just like... I think that it's probably the more of all the horror movies that Wes Craven has directed, and he's directed a lot of them. I think Scream is probably the most important one, and I think Kevin Williamson has a lot to do with that, as well as the cast. Scream is a five-star movie, and uh, it created the assignment, and that's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) That... uh... Spoiler alert, uh, since I did pick this and obviously I've I've been able to show I do really love this. I would also uh, give Scream five uh, stars. I don't give that out a lot. Uh, in fact, most of the most of this uh, podcasting that we've been doing here today, I've been like, oh, no, it's a four and a half. It's a four and a half. Because if you if you look at my letterbox uh, bio, I have kind of what ratings mean to me. Uh, four and a half is a favorite and five usually is uh, like a best of all time. Like I don't, I don't really give that out to much. Uh, but in my personal opinion, I, I, this might, this is my favorite, what I would consider the best uh, horror film or, or at the very least we can just say, we can even just say slasher, but uh, truly my favorite slasher horror, whatever. Uh, and I will, I will also give it five stars. I mean, it's hard not to, it, it, yeah, when, I mean, when you yeah. look at everything around it and just how good it is on its own, I mean, yeah, you could take away all the things that in, that it inspired and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, it is still a really good slasher movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like it, it no matter what, it's like I I don't like I really don't see anybody being able to uh give it anything less than a than a three and a half. I I, I and, no. and if anybody did, all power to them, but uh and then when you just add, yeah, I, when you add in just how important it has been to not just horror, but I I would make a strong argument for pop culture as well. Right. Well, and yeah, I mean, in yeah other movies, Ghostface pops up. Uh, other characters from other movies have popped up in Scream movies. Like it, it's oh it's yeah, just one of those. Yeah, it it really just it's it's so crazy to think that uh, it influenced so much yeah. and took influence from so much as well. Yeah. Just a yeah, just a really good uh movie in general, not even just a good slasher. I uh, I think uh I think that about says it all. Yeah, I think so too. Which means we have Oh no, what did I do with my little prompt? That's okay. I don't know. I remember it. <laughs> We've reached the end of the show, which means it's time to pick our next movie. Each episode, one of us is at the mercy of the other. Since Michael picked Scream, that means it's my turn. I see I I used to have that written down, but I think I just recited it uh word for I, word. I think yeah, I think you got it. If you uh it, you, I was gonna say it sounds pretty word for word to me, so yeah, you might I, have that ingrained. If I hadn't told on myself, no one would have even realized. I wouldn't I have did, known. So. You could have fooled even me. Like, <laughs> but um, it is my turn now. I thought I, I texted you about this earlier. Yes, uh, we did two scary movies for October. I thought maybe we could do some sort of theme for November. And and then I was like, well, what what would that be? The scenes that have uh, movies that have dinner scenes, a turkey. Uh, <laughs> movies that are about uh, movies that we're thankful for. And then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm overthinking it. I'm just gonna pick whatever I want. Uh, and it's kind of random, but uh, <laughs> next next time on what's playing tonight, we will be talking about the hunt for Red October. Oh man. <laughs> uh. So yeah. It. It has been a minute. It's, I'm excited. <laughs> it's been a minute. Uh, you can find it on Netflix. Uh, and okay. I, I made sure. I looked at a couple things on Netflix, and it does tell you when uh, the last day to watch is October 31st. It looks like it's going to be on there for a while. So, but I would make you know I advise you listeners to if you want to watch it, um, get to Netflix and watch it yeah. ASAP because you never know when those things are going to be removed. That's very true. Although I own it, so it's not going anywhere for me. So. Yeah, and I would also <laughs> just rent it. If, if I think I have all of those, all of those Jack Ryan films uh, with the various actors. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I was in the mood to watch a submarine movie, so uh, that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> that is a okay with me. Uh, you know, we're leaving October, but we're not leaving Red October. If you know yeah. what I mean. Oh my, uh, oh my god! Uh, but um, uh, that has been what's playing tonight, uh, Michael. Do you have any last words? For our audience uh just that i think you cut me too deep man i think i'm dying here oh man uh well uh you better go to the hospital <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that was uh you know for you to reference the movie that we were just talking about in this podcast that was a little meta don't, don't. you say wouldn't don't. you say <sighs> And that's been the show, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.